All right, Josh Smith here. We're live from Flat 5, my studio. And today I'm talking to one of my favorite musicians that I've found in the last few years. I'd seen him play, you know, on social media, of course, but I finally got to see him play live on Joe Bonamassa's Keeping the Blues Alive at Sea Cruise a few years ago and just blew me away. He comes from a, a long line of musical heritage, uh, and he's got a tremendous individual style. He's a slide guitar player. Um, he's just really great, and I really hope you guys check out his music after this. But I'm talking about A.J. Gent. He's in Atlanta. Hopefully it's not too hot there, man, but I hope all's well, and I just want to thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. It's actually beautiful here now. It was pretty humid, you know, and, and, and crazy, but uh, now everything is mellowing out just fine. Nice. Yeah, here it's unbelievably hot, and all the fires and all that, it's crazy out here right now. Yeah, how's that going, man? Are you staying safe and healthy there? We are staying safe, but it's like it'll just be raining ash for days, like cars covered wow. in ash. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow, man, that I can't imagine. You know, yeah, you keep everything safe. We listen. We need you around, so you you definitely got to stay safe, right? Oh, thanks, <laughs> man. So, dude, I first saw you play definitely on Facebook or Instagram or something like that, and was just blown away. So, I first heard your family. I think maybe I, I grew up with Derek Trucks and we knew each other very young and he would talk about Aubrey and he, I think yeah. he was the first one to play me his music. And of course I was floored the first time I heard it. And I, you know, I just got to know kind of, obviously you probably had the guitar put in your hand when you, when you were born, you know, but I'm just wondering how you see it looking back. Like when did it become a real thing that you wanted to do you know, or was it just expected of you? Or, you know, when did it take hold and, and you fall in love with it personally? It, honestly, man, um, I was, I, I never wanted to play guitar, believe it or not. <laughs> and so uh, I, you know, I grew, growing up playing in church, you know, I found myself, you know, just kind of wanting to be the drummer or, you know, just things like that. But I never wanted to play, you know, back when I was about four or five years old, my mother and father uh, got a divorce. So I didn't even grow up around my dad, okay. you know? And so one day I found myself um, uh, speaking with him and, um, and, and I was talking to him about music and all of that stuff like that. And, uh, and, a, and a guy by the name of Bob Stone um, handed me a CD because my dad had done a few different recordings. Mm -hmm. And because I didn't live with him, you know, all I, all I was able to uh, learn from was what was this CD that, that he had given me. And so I listened to that thing, man, over and over and over again. And I, I began to grow a love uh, for the lap steel guitar, you know. Yeah. And so from there, man, it just it, it, it just went on and on and on and on. So, uh, yeah, so I, I didn't want to play guitar. I didn't want anything to do with that. You know, it was just kind of like, you know, between uh, drums and, and, and playing basketball until I realized I wasn't going to grow anymore. That was my thing. <laughs> yeah. Me too, man. I, I was basketball and baseball, and it was like eventually we all hit that point where, oh, we can't hang with these real guys anymore. So that's what happened to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay, so that's interesting to me. You kind of came at it just from falling in love with the music first. 
Um, and yeah. I know this from having a son. He has absolutely no interest in playing guitar, like zero. Has never even picked one up. Doesn't and no yeah. no try. And he hates it because whenever he's anywhere with me, the first thing anyone will naturally say when they meet him is, "Oh, do you play guitar like your dad?" You know what I mean? Yeah. And he yeah. hates that question. He hates getting that question. So you know, you came at it kind of not having that. It was just a, you fell in love with the music, and that's really cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was definitely one of those situations where, you know, I, I I literally heard the sound, and and of course hearing it in church, but not growing up literally with it in the other room. Right. You know, I I I genuinely, you know, heard a voice within it, and and it it took me, man, to uh, you know, to to uh to heaven, you know, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So then. When did you actually get the first guitar? When did a guitar come into your hands and you start kind of, you know, figuring it out? I was, uh, man, I, I think I might have been 10, about 10, 11 years old. I'm, I'm a late bloomer, right? You know, I'm, I'm some time later. I didn't get the early, early start. And what happened was my cousin, uh, he played lap steel guitar and um, he, he had a birthday coming up. And so his, his aunt had given him the... Um, the option, hey man, you want a new guitar or, you know, do you uh, want a dog? And so I was praying at the time that, you know, he would, you know, get the new guitar because I would get his old one. Nice. You know, and um, so he, you know, thank God didn't choose the dog, the puppy that, that day. <laughs> and so I got his, I got his old one. It was old mellow bar lap steel guitar. And, um, yeah. and I played that thing, man. I, you know, I didn't even, Starting out, I didn't even have, this is how, you know, how, how beginning stages, uh, you know, I, I figured this whole thing out. I used to play with a, a, a double A battery for my slide ah. because I, I never knew that I was supposed to get an actual, you know, steel bar and all of that stuff, you know, so I played with a double A battery. And of course those got expensive buying every other day because yeah. it gets all scratched up. So those were my years of, you know, picking the first lap still, you know, guitar in my hands and going for it. That's crazy, man. A mellow bar is a pretty good instrument, though, to have for your first I, yep. instrument. Yeah, it was it was it was nice, nice guitar. You know, uh, I I no longer have it, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think I might have sold it for a distortion pedal or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We've yeah. all been there as well. We've all been there. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh man. So did you just <laughs> dive in? Head first after that, were you in love like immediately when you got the guitar and was it hours and hours a day like it is for all of us? Oh, yeah, man. I I, I didn't have uh, after that. My childhood was, you know, thrown out the window. I all all I did was play guitar. You know, I you know, there were some times, of course, where I would um, still, you know, bounce the ball, you know, here and there. But. You know, I missed out on prom. I missed out on grad night. I missed out on so much because my dedication was to this particular instrument. You know, I, it, it was just, it was something so special and spiritual about it for me until I just, uh, I didn't want to do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know the feeling. I mean, it's like literally like being struck by lightning. You just know <laughs> this is what I'm meant to do and I'm never doing yep. anything else. It don't matter. You know, yeah. ever again. Yeah, ever <laughs> you again. Can't make ever it. again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So okay, so how's it progress then? When do you start 
playing in church, playing guitar. And when do you start, like, you know, kind of getting into gigging situations and playing with other musicians? I start, well, I, um, I, I get to church and, um, you know, my family had left uh, this particular church uh, 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 denomination. And um, one day the, the pastor came to my house and, um, you know, she found out that I was playing, you know, the lab steel guitar. So, of course, by, you know, my father and then my grandfather and then my great uncle being like pioneers yeah. with this particular sound in that church, you know, they just knew that I was going to be good. So they found out that I was playing. You playing a steel guitar, boy. Right. You know, so uh, and, um, you know, they invited me over to a, a Christmas program and I played. That was my first service that I actually played the guitar. And, um, you know, it. it I don't, I don't think it sounded great. It, it, at least that's what I'm told years later. At the time, I thought I was just terrific. Right. And, um, you know, so I, I, I began to play, you know, from there, it, it, you know, of course, time goes on. I started to play revivals. And before you knew it, um, and I was playing all over, you know, the city. I, you know, from, you know, from the uh, parades to the, the church services to, you know, the, you know, um, anywhere. And, um, and, you know, one day I walked into a, uh, a music store, um, and, uh, little guy, man, you know, he was, uh, he was in the back, he was a guitar teacher and he comes out and he's like, you know, man, you sound good. Cause I'm in there messing around on an app and he's like, uh, you sound good. You know, what's your name and all that. And I told him my name. So he said, man, your dad's Aubrey Gent. I was like, yeah. And, and so he invited me over to this, uh, this open jam, this blues, my first blues open jam. And uh, of course, you know, being from church, this was, you know, kind of like a big no-no, right? Right. And, um, and so I, I go in, man, it's, it's a, you know, this, this was back in the time where you can, you could really smoke in the, uh, in, 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 oh, in yeah. the blues. <laughs> so everything smoked out and I'm in there. And so uh, I play, you know, I get on stage for open jam. And from that point, you know, my music career started, right? You know, I came up with the name um, Jay Wonder. You know, uh, if you've seen that on the internet under any uh -huh. video, older videos, that was something I was going by. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I wanted to do, you know, music. It was the, th that was the thing, you know? So uh, yeah. I was still late because I didn't know anybody, you know? And so I had to run through all of the, the bad managers and stuff like that, sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, during that time and, uh, you know, so, but uh, from there, it got to a point where um, I uh, moved to Atlanta, you know, years later and I, I, I was able to jump on a, a lot of great situations. So, you know, and how old were you? Situation. How old were you at that uh, first blues jam? I was about, um, I wasn't old enough to be in there. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> like all of us, right? You know, um, yeah. I, I had to be like 14, 15, you know, yeah. around that yeah. age. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, and I was, you know, I, I can remember back then, man, learning about tube screamers and, you yeah. know, and, and, and uh, just a, a, a PV, I, I believe it was a PV classic, man. Those are, those are the ones with the tubes, right? The, the yep. tweed yep. PV, man. Yep. Yep. PV and, and growing up in the yeah. church. Yeah, you know, we didn't use that stuff in the church, man. You know, we was using like PV sessions and Nashville's, you know, stuff yeah, like session, that. Anything Nashville, that was bandit, wow. stage, all exactly. those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Anything that was solid state and loud. So yeah. 
yeah. you know, I was really late to the party with learning all of this great gear that was out there, man. When I discovered it, it was a wrap, you know. So yeah. I was around that, you know, that age when I really picked it all up. Well, dude, so tell people, I can, uh, on, to some degree, as a blues guy from where I come from, you know, I face a lot, of, uh, certainly as a kid, I faced a lot of like blues purists and historians whereas i started to get into jazz and get into rock and roll and country and bring all these other influences into my playing they would look at you know with their nose up at me like i wasn't playing the blues anymore i can't relate so much to coming from a strictly gospel world and all of a sudden like you know changing my name and playing so-called secular music or whatever like what sam cook i can't imagine what he went through at that time when he made the move but to just explain to people how that's still really a thing, like moving out of that world. Uh, I mean, shucks. It's it, first and foremost, you know, as, as far as the, the, you know, when you, when you come from a place where you're taught a certain thing and, and you start growing mentally, spiritually and all of that, you know, you know, you find yourself saying, you know, this ain't right. You know, this ain't, this isn't, you know, I don't, I, you know, if I'm going to inspire, I want to be able to do it within the world. You know, I want to inspire the world. I don't want to be within four walls. Right. You know, and so, um, you know, with that, they hated it. Right. You know, I was talked about, man, and, and I wasn't allowed to play, you know, and all that stuff. And uh, but I didn't care because uh, wherever I was, that became my sanctuary, wherever I played. That was my church. And so um, from there, you know, of course, there was a it was a huge um the ability to transition from uh, the gospel sound and, and all of that to, into the blues, it, it, it wasn't even night and day because we were playing the same things within the church. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and so I, I, once I figured that out, I was like, okay, this, was, this is where it's at, you know, so I could do this, you know. Um, so it, it's a real thing. It still happens, man. A lot of guys, you know, if anything today, man, it's, it's actually more welcomed, I, I think, you know, to come from the church and play and then, you know, to the stage. Back then it wasn't, I mean, I ain't that old, but, you know, it wasn't, right. it, it was just a thing that, you know, if you did it, man, you, you, you're done here. You can't come back in here. You know, yeah. you can't play. Anymore. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so I mean, I, I, and it's so interesting because so much of the music I mean, you know, it's one hand washing the other. It's the same music with a different it's message, maybe, but the yeah. intent and the heart and soul, same thing, same thing, you know. Yeah, so. and, that, and that's what I try to bring to the stage, man. You know, so when you, you know, you know, I, I guess uh, back in the old days when we were allowed to go out and play, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, you know, you came to a show, you know, that's that's exactly what you were going to get from. Dude, so so just for people who don't know, Tell everybody a little bit about the legacy of Sacred Steel and, you know, your your family, uh, you know, your grandfather, your father, your, your cousins. I mean, it's, it's an incredible legacy that I think a lot of guys from my world don't necessarily know a lot about. I mean, I remember yeah. hearing Aubrey Jen for the first time and just going, what, what am I? Wait a minute. Is this a singer? Like, I knew it wasn't a singer, but it was still yeah. unlike anything I'd ever heard. And I, I you know, I'm a jewish white dude from florida but i was right. obsessed as a child with sam cook and solster so i would listen to the solsters and you know you're talking about one guitar and these guys singing you know quartet music basically and when i heard the the sacred steel on top of tunes like that that were still to me it was like i was listening to blues you know it was just yeah. this special thing i that I, I felt like i found something secret so just kind of tell people a little bit about the history of that well 
my my great uncle Willie Eason, um, he learned from his brother, his older brother Truman, and um, uh, they they brought the church. Uh, I mean, the the, the lap steel guitar um, and this specific you know sound to the church. It dates back to like the 1930s, mm-hmm. and so from there, uh, you know, the, the the story that's told is uh, one day uh, my great uncle. Uh, was able to play like a a solo or a selection, whatever you want to call it, in church. He had a performance in church, yeah. and um, he 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 took his lap still, and he uh, instead of you know because those guys were playing like uh, stuff like um, you know melodies like, and so uh, my great uncle comes in. I don't know if you can hear that. By the I way, I can hear it. Know. Yeah, I hear it good. Yeah. Okay, and so. Uh, my, my, my great uncle comes in and instead of playing like that, he chose to um, do like a one string type medley, med- you know, after uh, a, a woman's voice. So he would do like. You know, stuff like that. And, and everybody went crazy because they had never heard anything like that in the church. Right. And so. Um, so you so from there my my grandfather comes in and my grandfather he he starts you know he you know i, I consider him like the Jimi hendrix of, oh, of, yeah. of church you know back in that day man because he 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 would come in with a a radical you know like more of a a, a radical sound like uh you know stuff like that People falling out, acting crazy, jumping over, you know, the pews and all kind of stuff. And um, so he he kind of brought what, what you would call uh, sacred steel, that sacred steel sound. You know, he is the yeah. pioneer from, you know, for, for that sound, you know. So if you hear that, you know, it, it comes from Henry Nelson, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, and from there, my dad comes in and he, he, he did something really special because, uh, you know, he was, he was one of the first uh, to actually come from the church and start playing you know, you know, at, at blues festivals and, you know, yeah. I, you know, I remember back, you know, years ago, man, when, when we, um, you know, when, when everybody found out that he, you know, he was going to Switzerland, that was a big deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he, he's going to Switzerland, what, you know? And so, yeah. um, and he was a preacher at the same time. So he never, uh, he never compromised, um, you know, his, his, uh, his, his preaching and, and all of that stuff uh, with, uh, you know, talking about, you know, the uh the the uh i would i would say the 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 woman you know uh blues uh you know yeah maybe leaving you and stuff like that yeah, you know yeah, but right. he kept it gospel right so um and he, and his whole thing was he took that you know in my opinion um those though that one string he took stuff like that man and he ran with it and uh yeah. and you know and and here i am today from it you know so it's a yeah. you know that's that's a brief story of it <laughs> so. well dude it's an amazing lineage that you're a part of you know and and it's crazy how things like that get passed down within a family like it's amazing yeah. how a family can basically invent something and it just becomes part of the fabric of that entire family it's not just music it's it's the life of that family it's like it's, it's a huge right. part of that family yeah, yeah. it's a, it's amazing man amazing it's a, obviously you know I'm, I'm i'm proud to even you know you to be a part of it man i don't take it for granted 
Um, and then, and I stay humble within it, you know, because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here, you know, even, you know, doing this today. So it's definitely an amazing thing. And, uh, and I try to spread the word. If you will. And you are, you're spreading the word and you're also bringing it into, you know, like you said, not, not, you know, it's cliche to say, oh, I'm, I'm bringing it into the future or whatever, but you are, you're bringing right. it into, you know, different grooves, different styles of music, a little bit different tone. You know, and just your own sound within this world and this this legacy that you have. And that's got to be a difficult thing to do because you want to do it proud, basically. But you also want to be your own yeah. man, you know? Yeah, definitely want to be your own man. <laughs> I definitely want to do that. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, I wear the name proud, man. And, uh, and and those guys don't get enough credit. You know, a lot of people don't know about them. So, yeah. you know, um you know, if I got to wear the name and, 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 and talk about them all the time, you know, along with myself in it, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Yeah, man. So, okay. So now you're playing blues, you're, you're writing music, you've got an artist name, you're, you're out there, you got managers, you got gigs. When does it, you know, kind of click and do you start feeling like you found your, you know, your sound? Well, wow. Um, I want to say, uh, this was actually before I moved. Uh, to Atlanta. I, um, I'm from in a little place called Fort Pierce, Florida. Yeah. I'm Years very later. familiar. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so I, uh, I moved up to, uh, West Melbourne some years later and, um, I, um, I ran into this company in Titusville called Gold Tone mm -hmm. and, uh, Gold Tone, you know, they make banjos, but they also had uh, a lap steel line, you know, that, that they were, you know, putting out there. And so, um, I, uh, it was, it was a, um, I think it was, it was an LS8, I believe that's what it was, guitar. And um, I, at that point, everything, you know, that the whole, you know, guitar being on legs, on my lap, pedal right. steel, all of that stuff went out of the window. I started, uh, I wanted to stand up and play. And um, I, 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 I I, I couldn't get the guitar to do this right here, you know, kind of like Dobro style. Yeah. And so it kept laying flat with, with the strap on. And so from that point, I said, man, well, that looks cool. So I'm going <laughs> to just learn how to play that way. And yeah. so um, from there, I started going to different, you know, uh, uh, clubs and places around, you know, West Melbourne. Um, I ran into a lot of different, you know, great, great, you know, uh, uh, artists and musicians. And um, that's really when my the guitar world for me started to grow because I, I, I found myself saying, okay, I don't want to sound exactly like this over here, but I want to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to um, play, uh, um, you know, uh, something that my grandfather or father played. I want to play Prince now. You know what I'm saying? I want to do yeah, Purple right, Rain right, and right. stuff like that. And so yeah. I, I really started to, uh, you know, come into my own little thing and, 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 you know, it, it, and people don't realize, you know, anybody that knows me that I came from, you know, from the church. And then I, I played a lot of years in um, like the top 40 where I did a lot of cover band stuff, you know. Mm. So I learned a lot mm. of, you know, things from there, too, playing the same way. And um, and, and from that point, my everything music for me, man, just kind of just it, it was like, all right, that's Stevie Ray Vaughan. OK, that's Jimi Hendrix. I started to learn about these guys then. And I'm, a, I'm grown at this time. You know, I'm an yeah. adult. <laughs> you know and so um you know that's and that's how my my style was was developed playing you know like this you know uh upside down uh, you know something like that so uh yeah, yeah. The creative juices started flowing and i started writing songs that way i you know 
every everything every song you know when when normally you would learn a song you know you know playing under i learned it you know on top so yeah. you know that's when everything kind of start rolling for me that's very as far cool. as you know that goes yeah did you ever play with uh with pedals oh man yeah i still play with pedals. i love pedals. now mind you i um as a matter of fact yeah i i love 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 pedals you know, yeah. sometimes they get in the way of, of, of my plan, but I always play with pedals. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, it, it's, it's sometimes I go from that, from that place of, I have a bunch of pedals and then I have to humble myself back down and say, all right, are you playing your pedals or your instrument? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I begin to, you know, start plugging straight into the uh, amp and, and, and doing that a lot. But uh, for some strange reason, I keep going back, man, because you know, the pedals out today are incredible. So you know, oh, they're, I, they're amazing. Yeah. And yeah, on the other yeah. hand, did you ever play with pedals on the steel? I did. Oh, pedal steel. I'm sorry. So that's what you. Oh, okay. No, I want to know both questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Like I, I went from ten strings to twelve strings to, to all the way to fourteen strings with eight pedals and five knee yeah. levers. You know yeah. all of that stuff, man. But uh, it, it just uh, traveling with with a big guitar like that is not fun. I can't and it, and it made me just want to like okay i gotta simplify this you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean i could pull every chord and 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 pick and pattern that you can think of but it wasn't it it, it, it turned into a situation where i was like okay i want to be a little more flexible and i want to look cool at the same time right and right. um and it was actually something that my, my grandfather frowned upon believe it or not you know in the church world there was this lap steel versus pedal steel the I guys bet. up north played pedal steel. The guys down south played lap steel. And so, you know, on um, my father actually told me this story. You know, my, my, my grandfather, uh, you know, he was on a hospital bed, you know, and, and it was pretty much like, hey, man, you know, he told my dad, you know, whatever you do, you know, don't don't put down that lap steel. And he know what that meant, you know. So, uh, you know, it, 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 for, for me, you know, I, I know he would have really been frustrated with me. <laughs> I with the pedal steel, you know, yeah. but yeah, I, I play pedal steel and, and, and all of that good stuff. Man, have you seen, I saw recently, you know, Junior Brown has that double neck with the telly on the top and the pedal steel on the bottom. And yes. it doesn't have pedals. It's just a, you know, a steel, like, like a lap guitar and he hangs over like you. But I saw recently Michael Stevens made him one that has like pedals you can attach to it that stand up. Really? holds it with a strap like a regular guitar but it has like some pedals he attaches to it that and then he can step on. And it was like, whoa, really? that's really cool. Now that's, yeah. I, I got to check that out. That sounds really cool, man. I mean, shucks, you know, I, I haven't seen that. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Within the set. I'm, I'm into like, you know, crazy stuff like that, man. So, you, you dude, know. you got to check that out. Yeah. Michael Stevens made it. He's the same guy who made the original ones for, for him, you know? So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Wow. I definitely got to check that out, man. Yeah. That's what's up. And he's an uh, incredible player, by the way, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, underrated player, underrated player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into yeah. our uh, our 10 questions. <laughs> All right. All right. When you first started learning and playing, what was the first thing, lick, song, whatever, that kind of when you got it under your fingers, it was that moment of, I can't believe I just figured this out. This is the coolest thing ever. You know, it really set the hook, and there was no going back. You know. Wow. Okay. Um, it was. Uh... All right. You can hear that, right? Yep. Yeah. 
When I figured that out, that that, that was my everything, man. Yeah. That I, was it. I right could there. see why, you know, I could totally <laughs> see why. Yeah. For me, it was for me, it was when I first figured out I would listen to live at the Regal and I first hit it just right the You know, oh my god, yeah, yeah. Feeling of oh, that was yeah. When I first learned that, probably seven or eight, it was like that's the greatest thing. I'll never do anything for the rest of my life. You know, yeah, Yeah, that that would definitely you know uh, move mountains. Exactly. (laughs) Oh man, what was the first solo you ever learned note for note? Ooh. It's gonna uh when I played fr- from the CD I you know I learned from something from a sacred steel cd (laughs) you know like i mean it's the kind of thing you'll never forget right like you'll you could play it you know someone call that song or whatever you'll never forget it for the rest of your life never never that's that's kind of embedded in me (laughs) yeah man that guitar sounds nice man i listen i'm I'm hoping it doesn't sound too muffled and all that stuff so you know i'm i'm plugged in the logic here and so hopefully it's coming you and kirk man you and kirk both going all prs on me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I saw Kurt with with a few PRSs, and I said, "Man, that sounds real good," you know. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, great guitars, man. So you might yeah. have to you might have to come on over now. Oh, <laughs> shit. all right. <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> what's What's the first thing you play every time you pick up a guitar? Do you have like a little pet thing that just comes out no matter what, and you can't help it? Or like maybe when you're I trying do- a guitar. Do you have something that, you know, helps you know if this guitar is any good? Yeah, and um I, and it, it it gets to a point where I'm I I annoy myself even when I do it, but it's it's a bad habit really. It's uh I always got to <laughs> When I pick up a guitar, I gotta do that, and I and I hate it because it's like you know if I, if I do that on every video, you kind of have to ignore that part and let me get to what new I'm trying to play. Dude, I I know I know I I do the same. I, mine was always an E, and it got to the point where I'd hit standby on the amp, and that would come out, and guys would start to play it to me before I could play it because they knew it was coming. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I had to change it up. So now it's in G. You know. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, All right. Number four. Do you have something that, that kind of runs 24 hours a day in your head, like a, a key, a style, a groove? I've got a shuffle that just is always happening in my head and an improv that just swings like it never goes away. You know, like I could be cooking, I could be getting ready to sleep, I could be whatever, 
It's just in there. I wonder if you've got something yeah. that just runs through your head all the time. Uh, it, it usually something like this here. <laughs> Like you know, for some reason that right there just it's, that's my get up in the morning. And what do you call that groove? What what would you could call that? that? That's actually well, it, it's a groove to uh, my song um, "Love Me No More." <laughs> okay. And right. so uh, I wrote the song years ago, but um, but it it something about it that just you know it, it really sticks with me, man. It's, and you yeah. know that's one of those things. that's kind of like when it's time to write a new song, get that out of your head, man. <laughs> yeah. You know you can't play the same lick on new songs. I mean, I guess yeah. you could, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, we talked about this one already a little bit, but I'll ask it again, kind of, because I know for me there was like a light bulb moment when I felt like I started to find something that was a hundred percent me, and it was like the mix of the blues kind of love and history that I had, and respect for blues with jazz, you know, harmony, harmony and knowledge. And then starting to come up with new techniques like mixing hybrid picking and the country thing. When I started to mix those three things together, I felt like I found my voice and I needed to go further that way. Was there a similar moment or something when you kind of knocked a, a wall down and you felt like that's it, I'm going that way, you know? Uh, when I picked up actually um, an electric guitar and, and played slide the way yeah. I'm doing it, that was – that was a that was groundbreaking for me, man. Because you know, coming from a, a steel guitar world, you yeah. know, it was unheard of. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Even with me using now a, a glass slide versus a steel bar, I don't I don't do anything traditional from that world anymore. Other right. than you know some of the sounds that I do, but uh, yeah. that that to me was kind of like just just now now you're getting it, AJ. Now you you're figuring nice. out music, man. Right. You know, <laughs> you're coming into yourself for real now. So that was that moment. Nice. So weigh in on the steel versus glass, man. I got to know your opinion. The glass is, is something organic and warm and just very, you know, I use that word spiritual again, you know, to me. Um, plus, you know, it gives me the, the ability to play underhand. I can, you know, as well versus using, you know, the, the steel bar can yeah. sometimes be a little, you know, just, you know, just like steel, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and not wood, you know, or, or, or warm, you know. So well, Plus you have way more control of your other fingers when, you, when you're playing with it on a finger as opposed to holding a bar. I mean, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I I can't get a glass out of my hand now, even if I wanted to, man, you know. So that's – I I prefer that, you know. Nice. Others might disagree, but whatever. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. You know, sometimes steel – is the right sound for normally it's if for me it's more of an aggressive sound whereas glass is a more vocal and organic sound like you said i think exactly exactly it is it is 100 yeah. percent. all right what's what's your biggest weakness as a guitar player mine is Ooh. acoustic guitar pretty shit like trying to be james taylor intricate finger picked you know arpeggios that's that's my kryptonite what, what's yours Ooh. Um, wow. That's a, that's a great question, man. Let me, I, well, making sure that when I'm playing, 
I'm this this slide isn't turning too much, right? I don't know uh-huh. if you can see that. Yeah. Uh, because it do because I really I can see of of course uh, according to the you know with with the frets, but you really have to pay attention, um, you know, when doing it because it can also you know be a little sharp or a little flat with the yeah. with the bar. So it's a habit curving it like that, but that's not really the way it's supposed to go. Yeah. And then that along with singing at the same time can be just uh-huh. you know. So I'm trying to perfect that as as as, as best as possible, but uh, that's that's the kryptonite. That's that's the challenge. Dude, singing and slide at the same time. I don't think people realize that there is a challenge to that because you're intonating two instruments with two with a lot of variable at the same time. Yeah. When you put your fingers down on a fret, if the guitar is in tune and set up properly, it's normally going to come out the way you expect it to. Whereas when exactly. you play with a slide, there's a lot of variance. And then if you're singing at the same time, obviously there's a ton of variants there, you know? And, oh yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, I was wondering about your intonation on slide in general, because it's really good. And I wonder, are you obsessed with, with that? Because we all know those cats who play great stuff, but man, they just sound out of tune all the time because they don't have good intonation on their instrument. Well, I, I'm, I'm a stickler about it. Honestly, man, when I heard you, heard you on the, um, on the, on the, on the last crew, one of the last cruises I was on, I mean, I saw you, you know, you, <laughs> after every song, you were tuning. Yeah. And, um, and as a slide player, you know, it's, it, it, the theory, you know, has always been, you know, to people who don't really play, they think, oh, well, you're not really worried about tuning. You're just sliding all up and down the strings. And it's kind of like, no, you know, you can hear it. And it sounds horrible if you don't tune up. So, yeah. um, you know, so you even encouraged me, you know, from the standpoint of just, you know, watching you, you know, and it confirmed, you know, just my, my craziness within my head to to make sure oh, that yeah. I'm I'm as in in tune as possible, you know, because I can't because because what I'm trying to mimic not only the voice is I yeah. want to be able to mimic you know all of the chords and everything else from the guitar. So you can't mm-hmm. do that, you know, if you out of tone. Yeah, and intonation is whack and all of that stuff. I'm, I'm definitely obsessive about the tuning and intonation of the guitars. I want them to be set up properly, you know, and 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 yeah, yeah so. Yeah, I, I take that 10 seconds in between songs and just check. Oh, man, you, you know what I mean? Absolutely. You're good with it, man. <laughs> you're good with it. <laughs> All right, man. Number seven, who's a big influence on your playing that people would be surprised to hear? Hmm. Um, that one would be surprised to hear. Uh, recently... I've, I've, I picked up the uh, acoustic and started doing that thing a lot with the slide and um, Tommy Emmanuel. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I just recently discovered him and, and, you know, uh, and, and because of, you know, how he plays is, is very similar to, you know, the thumb picking and everything that I do. Uh-huh. And uh, man, he just took me to another world, you know, with the, the finger picking and all that good stuff, you know? So that's, that's who you would be surprised I guess uh-huh. for me to say, you know, it's him. Interesting. You okay. know, say, saying that I, you know, I'm doing slide and he ain't right. <laughs> so, right, 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 right. But, yeah. You know, but but lately, I, w- I would say I would say him. Nice. He's incredible, man. And he was on the boat last year, and I played with him. Actually, we we played together once, and then I picked his brain a bunch because I'd been listening to him my whole life, but I'd never seen him live. And seeing him live was something of just like that. Okay. 
this is special. Like this dude, you can hear not just ten thousand hours, you can hear a hundred thousand hours of this dude yes, just sitting exactly. there playing, you know, and, and exactly he's got a special voice on the instrument. Yeah, and I, I can appreciate it for sure. Yeah. All right. Would you rather have a good guitar and a really bad amp or vice versa? A a bad guitar and a really good amp. Uh <laughs> that's a great question. Yeah. Uh I'd rather have a, a a a good guitar and a bad amp. Okay. All right. And see I'm the opposite. Really? Well yeah. the, but but then the reason reason being is only because um I can I'm you know, I grew up playing out of bad amps. Yeah, <laughs> I was just guitar. gonna say so, you got a lot of experience <laughs> with with the bad amps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I know how to, you know, tweak it, but at the same time, you know, with, um, to be honest with you, man, like I, I, my, my go-to, and this might be a little uh, curveball, uh, pedal, uh, is the, um, the origin effects revival drive. Right. Uh -huh. yeah. So, you know, no matter what amp I'm playing out of, I tweak that thing enough for me to be able to get a decent enough sound. That's a really you know, flexible pedal, really flexible. Yes. Yes, yes. So I'd, I'd rather a good guitar, bad amp, you know, and and just sound all distorted or whatever, and let let that be what it is. Gotcha. <laughs> See, for me, I know the audience will get a better show out of me if I have a good amp and like maybe my pedals and whatever guitar. It'll be a better show than if I have even my main guitar and a crate or a PV or something that oh, I just has no headroom and I can get nothing out of. I know. Yeah. I, I think the audience experience will be better the other way. And and mine right. too. So I don't know, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Well, bad, bad in the sense of if it's crapping out and it ain't working. Yeah. That ain't well, gonna work. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I feel that too. I feel that. All right, number nine, man. What what keeps you pushing to learn new things? You said you just got into Tommy Emmanuel. Is it just the love of the instrument and the music, or is there something that keeps you like pushing to be better tomorrow than today? Cause I know I'm obsessed with that. It's like, how do I keep growing? I don't want to hear a tape of me playing back three months ago and not hear difference between then and today, yeah. you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, life man keeps me going and growing, yeah. you know, musically big time. I don't, um, you know, the, these days, man, uh, you know, it, that's how I started, you know, it, it, being able to pl play, um, and express myself from, uh, just, situations that i've been through yeah. you know it just keeps me on my toes and if i could pick up the guitar and play you know i first I, I don't play the same thing you know uh over and over and over again you know the same exact way so it's a different uh -huh. expression every time and i it, i relate it to you know just you know um everything that i go through day by day so i continuously am uh and you know growing all the time growing all the time you know I, i'm I'm learning how to play different, you know, slide different ways. I mean, I used to have, you know, like high action on the guitar and stuff like that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm learning different things, but it's all, you know, uh, con, you know, uh, thanks to just, you know, being chosen to live this type of lifestyle that I live. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and that's that. It keeps me going. Yeah. And, and man, you got, you got more motivations now. You got your family, you got kids, you got, you know, oh, yeah. ball of wax that, that changes things too. It keeps you motivated in a whole new way. Yep, it definitely makes you grow up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
if you haven't been, if you ain't grown up yet, you know. So yeah, definitely huge inspiration and keeps me growing. So along those lines, number ten, where do you want to be in five years, man? What do you see for yourself musically? You know, is there is there a goal that's that is out there that you're reaching for, or is it just to keep keeping on and keep growing? I man, my my goal in music period, man, is just to be a blessing. You know, um, I it, it at one time I, I could say I you know I had to pass the infatuation phase of you know being noticed, being seen, making the money, right. and then you know I I get to a point now where you know if I can be a blessing, if I can touch someone with one note, you know, with the with the song, you know, that means a lot for me, you know, because um, I think that'll last longer than any uh, uh, financial stability. And, uh, you know, and I learned that this year, man, honestly, you know, with so much being taken away um, and, and the ability, you know, to still be able to play, I, I, I learned, okay, well, you know, you see where your priorities should be, man, you know, because, yeah. you know, this ain't always promised over here, you know, yeah. um, you know, so make sure that, you know, uh, you're utilizing uh, the ability to play this instrument in a way that could, you know, change somebody's life. So that, that's me in five years. That, nice, you know, man. Well, that's that's a good way to to be in all things life. And man, one thing this yeah this situation has given us is it definitely weeds out the guys who play for the right or the wrong reasons. Like we all play because literally we have to. This is yep. chosen for us, you know, and and yep. by us. But it's like we got no choice. This is this is the life that is that just is right for us, you know. And exactly. it's because we love it, you know. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, everything else can go out of the window, you know. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I do need to be able to, you know, eat a turkey sandwich, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I got to make some money. But the reality is, man, if I had to choose, you know, I there, I, I want to inspire. And if I had one guitar to do it, I'll use that one guitar and, and, yeah. and it'll be what it is. Yeah, that's a great attitude, man. All right, dude. Thank you so much. We've reached the end of the 10 questions. It's been a pleasure. And for members, there's going to be an extra video here, the turn two, as you know, where we're going to teach two licks. But, dude, thank you so much for doing this, man. I, I love your playing and your music. And the, the sky's the limit, man, because I see you growing every six months. It's like you got new stuff, and that's what I look for. I'm always interested in who's putting in the work, and I know you are putting yeah. in the work. I appreciate it, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that you even hit me up to do it uh i'm 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 horrible with interviews uh, know, man. <laughs> so <laughs> you know i'll answer yeah, the was, wrong question at wrong time <laughs> that was great man i really enjoyed it you know and i know people will enjoy it and if you have not heard aj's music you need to immediately get online and buy some music and we will have links to all things aj gent down in the bottom of this video but dude thank you so much man thank you man i appreciate it and you know everybody out there can Subscribe to the YouTube, visit my website and all of that good stuff, man, because I'm 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 continuously growing, as you said, you know. Yeah. So uh, uh you know, the reality of AJ Gent coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Yeah. Thank you everybody, and for members, we'll be right back. All righty.